0: Donald J. Trump is now president of the United States. Of, uh, what a great US. honor to be able to introduce for the first time ever, anywhere, the 45th president of the United States of America, Donald Trump.
1: Sorry, you guys, I couldn't resist having liberal tears to start the podcast. That one lady who goes, no when Trump gets announced. Oh man, can you imagine what she's going to be doing once Trump comes back and wins this election? Oh my Lord, the liberal meltdown is going to be crazy. But before I get into the episode, you guys, there's something you need to see. Uh, There's a program out there called Scorecard that the Democrats used to pretty much steal the 2016 or the 2020 uh, nomination for Joe Biden to make sure he won over Bernie and other Democrat candidates uh, that were out there. Uh, this is really in-depth, and I'm going to let the guy speak. He's a retired U.S. Air Force veteran uh, who served at, like, the highest ranks in the Air Force. And the first person you're going to hear is Joe Biden talking about his voter fraud scheme. But please, you guys, it's about two minutes long. Watch to the end. This is very important.
0: most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. The Obama administration took this system... And they put in an application in this SIGINT program called Scorecard. The Scorecard changes votes at a certain point in the voting stream. And if I can, and by the way, uh, the Obama administration used it in the 2012 election in Florida. So both Obama and Biden are very familiar with this. Now I've got to make a quote okay. here. Yep. And it's, it's important that we all understand it. It's by Joseph Stalin. I consider it completely unimportant who in the party will vote or how. But what is extraordinarily important is this. Who will count the votes? Now, Steve, we have a desperate Democratic Party that will do anything to bring the country to a totalitarian state and as far left as they want they used it in the primaries and uh, bernie lost to biden because they used it in the primaries so it is ready to go i just found out about this yesterday sydney yeah. has played a very important role in assisting me and mary fanning and alan jones and trying to get the word out so the american people know all this enthusiasm you're talking about yeah. in pennsylvania gets changed very quickly with this software program that switches 3% of the votes. And and the fact yeah, that it, it was then adopted with the software packages, like on your iPhone, to the voting business. And it was to be used, and it was used, in foreign countries. We know it's active tonight. It's active. They've been looking at a whole host of the things, as has the DNC, Using false IDs, and they are looking around, and they are trying to set up this voting thing uh, that happens on Tuesday night. It's going to look good for President Trump, but they're going to change, and that's the danger that America and everybody must realize.
1: So I want to touch base on this right now, because what he said is a very serious thing. It's a very, uh, the very threat to our democracy that we face today and that we're currently going through and why we need to continue to fight for our president right now, because what is happening is the Democrats are trying to steal this election okay they knew they couldn't win fair and square and this is why i'm very excited to see what happens in the next couple of months because you know trump knew this was going to happen you knew he was going to come through and, and devise some type of plan so this scorecard thing what he's talking about just to give you an idea that interview was made the first day of elections okay that where that interview took place so it wasn't after the fact of all this happening he literally called that happening and then literally that very night literally probably seven hours after the interview we saw the straight arrows that we saw that we in uh, wisconsin and we Saw in uh, Michigan where there were all these votes that just all of a sudden flipped to Biden, and all of a sudden this big lead that Trump had at this one point in in time just completely minimized, and it gave Joe Biden, you know, either the lead or he was close to the lead. He ended it ended up overtaking it as time went on. So just kind of looking back and the fact that this guy predicted it, a guy who has nothing to gain from this, you know, he's already old. uh, He's been involved in the military. He's one of the highest-ranking officials in the United States Air Force history. Just to give you a little background on the guy that was speaking. So it's not like this guy guys just spewing out misinformation. I mean, this is very real. We literally watched it happen. There's never been a straight line in the history of American politics ever in the voting process. You pair that with you know all of the other voter fraud that we're seeing in multiple states i mean we saw dead people voting in wisconsin literally dead people and of course the media wants to censor that right away but there's thousands of people in wisconsin a state that was decided by under 20,000 votes that you know voted while they were deceased people born in 1910 1920 it's like these people are 110 100, 105 years old and there's just there's no way that that happened um, then you've got you know states like michigan and it's it's so funny to look at all of these. States where these issues happened, they all happened in Democratic run cities. So where there's Democratic governors that allow this to happen. And then you've got in Michigan, where they literally had people in there counting the votes that had Biden Harris masks on. And when Trump supporters tried to get in, they literally blocked this. I posted this on my Instagram story. If you guys aren't already, already, uh, aren't already following me on Instagram at 2k short, check it out. I post a lot of great content on there. But in this video, the guy was asking that Uh, could these Republicans come in because you have all Democrats down there and you're blocking the view for other people to see? And the guy continued to say no. And when cited, he would say because of the COVID policy that we would be overflowing the room with, you know, too many people that hit our capacity for our COVID policy. So you have all these Democrats in there that they're allowing to count the votes behind closed doors where they've literally blocked off where anybody could potentially see what's happening back there. And there's only Democrats back there counting these votes. And people are gonna tell me that. This is a a fair election. You know, it's kind of funny, the same Democrats that, you know, say there can never be a rigged election. But then they look at 2016. And they're like, Oh, the Russians had to have interfered for Trump to win the presidency. Yeah, just makes complete sense. Once again, liberals. Just with the the utmost level of logic here, uh, but not only Michigan. You know, you've got Arizona that was called by the liberal media, and Arizona they're still counting votes. Trump took that from a three or four percent lead for Biden to now it's within ten thousand votes, and I think Trump is eventually going to win Arizona, so that will obviously flip red. But regardless, I mean, you know, people want to say, oh, there's there's you know. There's cameras on these people, but then we're seeing videos come in of people who are literally on camera throwing out ballots. So it's like all of this stuff come together. I get there's some stuff out there that's stretched, you know, some people that are burning ballots and that may not be real, you know, but at the end of the day, there's so many of these cases that at the end of the day, you've got to take this to court. And you've got to investigate this. You've got to figure out what really went down in selection. I mean, you've got Georgia's demanding a recount. They won't call Georgia now because they want a recount in this area because they realize there will be a recount because of voter fraud that's already been announced by the governor of Georgia. So... We've got a lot of people that are talking about this, this voter fraud, and obviously you've got the media that just wants to completely censor this. They want to censor the fact that, you know, Pennsylvania, it's already been deemed that 600,000 votes were already illegally cast, right? Regardless of what side they were from, there is an illegal election that has taken place here. And if we allow this to happen, if we allow to bow out and do what some of these crony conservatives are doing, these conservatives that, in my opinion, aren't really conservatives because if you are conservative, you are fighting still. You understand that this is a uh, a fight for our democracy, for our freedoms here in America. You know they're trying to silence our First Amendment you know rights. They have you know big media and big tech. Uh, censoring anybody that talks anything different than their narrative, which is Joe Biden is the president. And what he think's right after that? I don't know. Joe Biden's first plan at hand is he wants to, I don't know, take away your second amendment rights. So there's the first amendment. We're going to let that go. Now you want to let the second amendment rights go. And I'm just not letting that happen whatsoever. And honestly, you shouldn't either. Nobody should want to get our rights taken. And that's exactly what they're trying to do. So You know, you've got Pennsylvania where you've got 600,000 votes deemed illegal. You see in Michigan, all these trucks coming in, delivering different ballots. It's like they originally stopped the counting and then they restarted it. And all of a sudden, Biden got all of these different votes that came out of nowhere. And people are just going to say, oh, no, that's that's exactly how it happens in politics, even though in American history, we've never had a straight line like the ones we saw in Michigan. And I, I had a uh, one of my liberal friends who reached out to me and they're like, well, did you mail in your ballot or did you you know, cast your ballot in person? And I was like, well, I, I voted in person. And they're like, exactly. All the mail in ballots are coming from Biden. I'm like, I voted in person because I am a healthy individual that can go vote in person. That you cannot tell me that uh, of the 133,800 votes that came in all for Joe Biden at once, that every single one of those is mail in ballots and not one was for Trump or for a third party. You know, we're telling – the media is expecting us to believe that Joe Biden is going to break the record for most amount of votes ever for a president in history, yet his rallies held nine people or ten people. And they expect us just to believe that, just the way they expected us to believe that Epstein didn't kill himself. You know, just he had to hang himself, of course. It makes – perfect sense. You know, it's the perfect story. But at the end of the day, we like to challenge the the stories around here. And we're not going to believe something that just does not physically add up. So it it was it was, you know, just shows more along the lines of fraud, in my personal opinion, when you see the media so quick to announce Biden as the winner. I mean, think about this. They called the election before anything. And just to give you guys an idea out there that are celebrating, maybe you are liberal, and you're on my channel right now. Just to give you an idea, the media does not call the election, Okay, that they don't determine who the presidential winner is. The same media, you know, they said Al Gore would be president. Uh, we, you know, for 37 days, Al Gore was actually president, according to the media. And then obviously we know what happened there. There was a recount and Bush won Florida and ended up taking the election. So, you know, you've got Biden, they, they rush him to give his acceptance speech and get him up there on stage. He talks about how we were making change and now I'm going to get to work and figure out a COVID policy and plan, even though, well, he was campaigning, he said he already had a plan now apparently he doesn't which is interesting but you know typical politician fa- uh, fashion just you know making sure they find a way to lie to get your vote they've been doing it for years now we're not uh, unaware to this But, you know, now you've got other countries like Hungary, Slovenia, Brazil, Poland, Mexico. They all refuse to acknowledge Joe Biden as the president-elect. You know, they believe that there's something that's going on here that's not right, as is everyone else. But then you've got big media coming through and they're trying to censor everything that comes up as potential fraud or a conspiracy theory. And the leftists, who finally got their big win, they're telling you, oh, you're crazy. You actually believe there's a rigged election. You can't have rigged elections And as I said before, these are the same exact people that said in 2016 that Russia interfered with our election, and that's the reason why Trump won office. So, you know, once again, like I said, liberal logic 101. Um, But it it concerns me because if the media is really trying to censor all of this and block all of this information as misinformation simply because it's not fitting their narrative – then why? What's the point? You know, if you guys did nothing wrong, why are you trying to censor everything? You know, why why are you trying to rush this process of expediting Joe Biden to the presidency? If you did nothing wrong, then let's go back and count everything legally. Let's do some recounts. And if you can prove that you did it right, I think every conservative on here will accept Joe Biden as our president. If we go through the legal process and everything was deemed legal, you know, then we move forward with our lives and we understand that Biden is our president. But right now, you can't look at everything that we've seen and say that this is a fair election. Nobody can. I, mean, I have liberal friends that are like, dude, this is not a fair election. This is not right. Like, this is not OK. And I think this is where Trump decided to go for the ultimate haymaker here, because Trump realized he had four more years in office. OK, four more years to keep making this country great. So my belief is this. He took the David versus Goliath approach and he let the Democrats do this. He let the Democrats try and steal the election and they went for the bait and now he's going for the ultimate knockout punch. Because yes, while there are some liberals out there that even if there was voter fraud out there, I mean, there's already been some saying that if there is voter fraud, that it's good and that there should be voter fraud to continue to fight back against Trump. And those are the people that are so brainwashed by the media, we'll never get those people back. That's fine. But at the end of the day... There's a lot of people out there that understand this was not fair. It was not a fair election and if it goes to court, which Trump I believe has already, you know, filed lawsuits in these these different states, these swing states where there's, you know, election fraud and balance, that this is the ultimate knockout punch because a large majority of the Democratic Party that's still able to speak freely for themselves and think freely for themselves will see this for what it is. It's not a Trump thing anymore. It's holy shit. The media is very divisive. The media literally helped the Democrats try and steal an election. Okay. And it's like, we've already known about their corruption. We've already known that Hillary Obama, you know, Biden, we've already seen all the family corruption. Now they're literally trying to steal the election. And the reason why I believe they're so desperate is because they know Trump is coming down with the haymakers. They know he's coming down to expose them for what they really are. And they're trying everything in their power to stop that. They've got the media and big tech who are all big donors to the Democratic Party right in their back pocket telling anybody that if you don't believe Joe Biden is the president, then you're wrong and you're a conspiracy theorist. And they're just telling everybody that, you know, you must accept Joe Biden into your heart. And as president of the United States, they're calling for unity now. But these same people calling for unity were the same people who just spent four years burning down cities and were ready to continue to burn down cities if Trump won. They riot when they don't, don't get their way. But then when everything does go their way, at least momentarily, they're like, oh, no, let's come together and be peaceful. Okay, that makes total sense. So your way or the highway is pretty much what you're telling us. Perfect. And and, and I mean, it's, it's gotten so extreme to the point now where, yeah, I've had a lot of close friends unfollow me based on my views, people I never thought would unfollow me, and that's fine. And I've called them out and they'd be like, oh, I just can't deal with it right now. But it's like, if you really have to unfollow somebody based on a political view, you get some real soul searching to do. But it's really like how the media has brainwashed people to believe how... You know, there's so much corruption going on in the world, yet it's their own party that's the corrupt party. And, you know, you've got people like AOC calling for lists of Trump supporters to be documented. You've got Michelle Obama, who's saying 70 million people are still screwed up voting for racism, sexism, bigotry, and all of this stuff. It's like, they're ready to round Republicans up and put us into camps, just like the one Bernie staffer said when he got caught by Project Veritas. And he said that, uh, you know, we need to do to uh, Republicans the same thing we did to, you know, that happened in Cuba, where they just shot people up on the beaches and say, hey, if you're willing to fight for this revolution, you're going to die for this revolution. And that's terrifying to think about that there are people out there with those viewpoints. I mean, we obviously know this. There's people that, you know, have shot Trump supporters point blank. You know, people wearing a Make America Great hat or Make America Great Again hat have been beaten down in the streets. I mean, this isn't news to us. We know what this party stands for. It's the party of we're going to loot and riot until we get our way. And if we don't get our way, we will fight anybody that oppresses us. And that level of, of thinking and 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 psychology is terrifying to think about. It's literally communist China. As he said in that one video that I played at the beginning of this podcast, you've got a group of people that are taking on, you know, standpoints of communist Russia, where the narrative is, we don't care what happens with this election. We care about who's, care, who's counting these votes who is in charge of making sure the votes are counted? Because if they get their people in the place, which it looks like they have in this election, that they will make sure they determine the winner. And that is not a democracy, you guys. That is the the principle of a communist agenda. It's the same thing we see when they mistake the word socialism for communism, because there really is no difference. It's just a nice way of putting it. Because if you market it on communism, nobody's going to buy into that, because they obviously know it's a terrifying state to be in. I mean, that same Bernie staffer that I spoke about was also praising the gulags of Russia, saying they were a, great thing when in actuality they were there to torture people and and brainwash people into believing into the communist agenda. That's terrifying. And you've got somebody like Bernie who unites a lot of these people who, you know, he has Marxist views, which is just terrifying to think that somebody like that could have been running this country. And now you've got a a potential VP in Kamala Harris, who is a true socialist, who wants, you know, everybody to be on an equal playing field. There's no hard work encouraged in a socialist economy, but that's, you know, the path we're heading. And that's why we have to fight so hard to defend the election. And I believe Trump is a lot smarter than people give him credit for, and that we're going to see everything he's had planned here moving forward. But I, I want to read this message out to everybody here on this podcast. It was leaked to me, and I know I've talked to a lot of people uh, about this, and I, I've kept it quiet until this point. Uh, but there was a message from a Trump lawyer that was leaked to me by somebody in their legal group. Uh, it was leaked to me through a friend who's a part of their legal group. And it's, just, it's pretty shocking. I'm going to go ahead and read this out to you. Okay, in a nutshell, this is going to the Supreme Court. Well, they will rule the election is invalid due to fraud or mistakes on a countrywide scale. It will go one of two ways. Either they will rule that all of the unconstitutional mail-in ballots will be removed and the states ordered to recount without them, or they will simply rule the election is invalid due to mass voter fraud, and at that point, it will be sent to Congress and Senate for a vote. This is where it gets good. The House slash Congress votes on who will be who the president will be. It has nothing to do with what party that has power. Every state gets one vote, and thirty states are held by Republicans and nineteen by Democrats. They have to vote down party lines. They have no choice due to the Twelfth Amendment of the Constitution. And the Senate votes for the vice president, where a similar even will will take place. This is the law. This is why Democrats are so mad at Nancy Pelosi. This, is, this will all happen in January. The only way President Trump won't be president is if he concedes the election, and that will never happen. So stop watching the fake news, and don't let your heart be troubled, and live your life knowing this will all work out. President Trump will remain president. I have researched all of this, and it is fact. Another fun fact, they call Gore the president-elect for 30 days in 2000 until the courts ruled against him and declared Bush the winner. And two people that were part of that decision was none other than the new Supreme Court Justices Brett Kavanaugh and Amy Comey Barrett. Why do you think Democrats tried so hard to keep them from being confirmed? Because it's been their plan the entire time. This is a coup that they've planned for a long time. They knew, obviously, Trump did everything he said he was going to do in 2016, and he would have mass voter turnout. I mean, think about it. President Trump won over Hillary Clinton in 2016, and he did not have the rallies that we saw here moving forward. I mean, we saw record rallies. Like, I was so surprised when he lost Arizona, knowing that there was a 93-mile rally for Trump with cars, where you figured there's three or four people in each one of those cars. I mean, and you're going to tell me Arizona is going to flip. At the end of the day, what made people flip? You know, at the end of the day, we, we saw, and this is why I started celebrating a little early, those who follow me, I had a glass of champagne when I saw Trump start to take that massive lead. And then just like what we saw when the person was talking about the hammer and uh, scorecard program, we literally saw evidence of that happening, where we saw a mass turn, where the, the polls went from Trump up 12, 13, 14, points to now he's down to eight or seven. It just kept flipping in that direction. You kept seeing these ballot dumps come in and they would all be for Biden. And and there's just no physical way that anybody can believe that happened. I mean, that voting where you saw 133,800 votes in Michigan that happened, you can't tell me that that is real. Okay, that would be like playing blackjack 2000 times and losing every single hand. Like it's a statistical anomaly. It cannot happen. Like it physically will not happen over time. There's no way in hell that it could be happened unless you were shuffling the deck every single time and just getting on a a terrible losing streak. It doesn't happen that way. So for us to for, for the media just to rush people and put this conclusion in their head, like you have to accept Biden or else. You know, you have to accept Biden or you're a conspiracy theorist. You're crazy to think that we could have ever stolen the election. Well, shit. Go ahead and call me crazy that I think the party that's not afraid to loot and riot and burn cities to the ground could potentially steal an election. The party run by a guy who we already know has sold out this country to Russia and, and, uh, or sorry, to Ukraine and China, that he's not involved in some type of voter fraud scheme here. Okay. I mean, there's already so much evidence. You have Hillary Clinton that's already been involved in fraud, Obama who has been involved in fraud, Biden who's been involved in fraud. I mean, this is the party of fraud. It's the party of corruption. And you're going to tell me that they're above cheating an election to win to get Donald Trump out there? Come on now. And they want us to believe that all of this happened during an election where Donald Trump was the best Republican candidate in terms of gaining the African-American Latino vote here, so he made tremendous strides in those areas, which was the reason why Florida was such a landslide this year, was because of what happened in the Miami Dade County and how Cubans came out to in, in support of Trump because they know what socialism's like. They've already been through that. That's what they fled to come to America. Once again, you don't see Americans fleeing to go to socialist states, it's the opposite. So you saw all of these people come through here uh, and and vote at record numbers for Trump. And now they want us to believe that, oh, all of the Trump supporters just, you know, they just fell off the planet and they they actually didn't really want to vote this year. They just, uh, you know, thought that Biden was actually the clear answer. And it's so funny that this is all happening. They want us to believe that Biden won in such a landslide when most Democrats that I know, they didn't vote or they voted third party because they knew Biden was so corrupt and they didn't want somebody like that in office. They may not have like trump but they hated biden too so it's like they it was a wash for them they just decided not to vote so all of a sudden we have to believe that all of these people who in 2016 may have voted for trump decided to flip to biden this year because he was just that much better of a choice or people that didn't vote came out in waves to vote for joe biden because that's what you they want you to make it seem like you know when they host these uh, nine car rallies it's kind of uh You know, kind of confusing to get where their narrative is coming from when you have, you know, nine cars that are all the same exact year and model of Jeep. And you saw that it is an election ceremony. Actually, go look at it. Go look at Joe Biden's rally. You'll see every single car there is a Jeep. I just find that kind of weird, a brand new Jeep. And every single person there just happens to have that, you know, specific model of car. But, you know, they want us to believe that Joe Biden won this election in record numbers. They don't want you to question it. But one thing I challenge everybody listening to this podcast, whether you're a liberal or you're a conservative, and that is to think critically for yourself. Don't let big tech and big media influence your opinion or your idea of what you believe is right and wrong okay because at the end of the day we've already proven that big tech and big media they're large donors to the democratic party okay so everything that you're going to see online is going to be skewed in favor of them their narrative is going to be to advance their party's agenda or else they wouldn't have donated these millions of dollars to the democratic party okay so I really want you guys to think about that. I want you to think about Fox News. You know, everybody knows Fox News is a conservative news station, yet there's only three anchors now that are actually truly conservative, and Ingram, uh, Hannity, and Tucker. Okay, everyone else has become liberal. And as we saw in the coverage of the 2020 election, we saw very liberal coverage of Fox News. And I had been speaking about this for a long time, that Fox News had been infiltrated, that they've been corrupted, and that they weren't the honest Fox News that we had seen before, that we've seen more of a liberal approach. And I knew that the moment that an anchor uh, was brought up about, I I believe it was Rush Limbaugh was on, and he brought up uh, George Soros, you know, obviously the globalist billionaire. And the moment he brought up George Soros' name, they immediately cut off the channel and said, we're not talking about George Soros on air. But why? Why is nobody talking about George Soros? I mean, George Soros, this is the same George Soros who says he hates America, okay, that he doesn't care about people or what happens to them. All he cares about is money. That's all the guy has ever cared about, and he's stated that multiple times. He said he doesn't care what happens to people as long as money is being made. He doesn't care the consequences of what happens for his actions to determine, you know, that money is made. And this is the same guy that we've seen, he, you know, he's funded Antifa, he's funded Black Lives Matter. And what I found really interesting is what happened with Mark Mollick Brown. Now, Mark Mollick Brown is the chairman of this company that is called Smartmatic. Now, Smartmatic is an electronic voting technology that's used in political elections. Mark Malik Malik Brown is the chairman of Smartmatic. And ironically, Mark Malik Brown also happens to be one of the head board members of Open Society Foundations. Well, who started Open Society Foundations? George Soros. Okay, so now you've got our voting integrity right here. And you've got Mark Malik Brown, who is the vice president at a World Bank and one of the lead global members on the Open Society Foundation of George Soros. Which Open Society Foundation, just to give you an idea, donates tons of money to help fund the Black Lives Matter riots. He's helped fund Antifa. He's one of it's one of the companies that helps bring in the bricks to the rallies. So you've got a guy that literally hates America and says he'll do anything to take down America because he believes it's the stepping stone. Would you say? To take down America and create a globalist society, which is ideally what all globalists want. They want a one world government, which is exactly what this guy is kind of campaigned for. So this guy's also George Soros, another massive democratic donor whose board member just happens to be one of the people who helped create our voter software here in America, which is absolutely insane to think about. So I challenge you guys to think you know, outside the box, think more than what the media shows you and and stay vigilant. You know, right now, obviously, it's really tough because a lot of people are, you know, in your face yelling, saying, oh, you lost. Oh, how does losing feel? Trying to give us a taste of their own medicine. But I'll tell you what, the liberal tears that we're going to see in 2020 or 2021, whenever this gets resolved, when Trump gets another four more years, we are going to see a meltdown like we have never seen before. And just stay silent, but have a silent level of confidence, okay? Because Trump is a very smart individual. He's not dumb. He you know went to Wharton School of Business. He understands what is going on right now. And I think he was very well prepared. And we're going to see. Only time will tell. And I say, continue fighting tooth and nail until we have been proven wrong. You know, if this does go to the court system and the, you know, the, the justices decide there was no fraud, which I don't believe is physically possible at this point with the amount of evidence that's been shown. But if that is the case, we'll move on. We'll accept Biden as our president, and that will be that. But at the end of the day, this is a fight tooth and nail to defend our democracy, and I pray each and every one of you guys do everything you can every day to maintain that fight and keep moving forward. So in saying that, you guys, this is your host, Karsten Short, signing off for the day. Uh, Please, once again, if you guys get the chance to share this with anybody, that first video, whether it's the first two minutes or three minutes of this podcast, please get that to some of your conservative friends, get that to some people that may need to hear that, because that comes from a very high-ranking official in the United States Air Force, and that is real shit that is happening in our country, and I think everybody has the right—the American people have the right to know— what this guy predicted before it actually happened and before we actually watched it happen. So in saying that, you guys stay vigilant, stay in the fight, understand times will be better moving forward from this point forward. and we are gonna have another four more years of President Trump. That I promise you, America is going to be made great again. The Democratic Party is going to be exposed for their corruption, their lies, and their just downright fraud that they've tried to do to the American people by taking away our rights that eventually will die, you guys. We are in this fight. We are on the right side of history and we will do everything in our power to make sure that we fight for our freedoms. So in saying that, you guys, thank you for tuning in and have a great night. God bless.